Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. It's the Luke and Pete Show. Happy New Year. I know we've already bashed out a, a show uh, quite recently, but I think it, 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 it's up to us. Be to straight with people, Pete. Will in the new year. What? Be straight with them. Why? We pre-recorded that one because we, we had did, other stuff going on. We did pre-record that one, but it's fine. It's fine. And we, this we, is we, the we first real it. one, isn't it? This is the first real one in the new year. Um, what What have you already achieved this year? Have you, like, because it, it, I think the positioning of... Christmas, a new year, is quite useful if you want to sack off the rest of the week, I think. Yeah. Because <laughs> Monday's obviously New Year's Day, and then I think people just sort of go, eh, I'll start next week. I, I don't know why. It just seems I to think, be the rules. Um, I feel like a million bucks, because every time mm. I get to sit on a show with Peter Pumps Donaldson, mm. I've made it. Big Daddy Pumps, you know? yeah. What did Josh Homme say? You think, what's, it, what's the Josh Homme song? He said, put, some clothes, put some clothes on. Bassist. I think I ain't worth nothing, but I feel like a millionaire. Ah, there we um, go. That, no, the other guy was the naked one. Who was the... No, the other... As I was saying, he was saying, put some, put some clothes on. That's what, oh, that's he, what, that's what he was guy. saying to the guy. Put that some guy's clothes also on. been cancelled, by I the way. I can't believe you've embarrassed everyone again. Yeah, I think he, uh, he's, he's, he's fucked off somewhere, hasn't he? Yeah, he's, I think it... I think it... I don't want to bring the tone down quite so early on. No. It's not what our listeners want, but I think it was some kind of domestic abuse. Oh, good, 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 good. So, yeah, there's been a lot yeah, of uh, that been was a his lot particular flavour. Little bits and bobs. Uh, I think wrestling's had, a, had another kind of reckoning over the, over Christmas period. Um, yeah, and then we've got the the way you the, said that was like you've been wrestling at home over the Christmas period. <laughs> yeah, I've been wrestling wrestling's another reckoning wrestling in this house. Wrestling with my memories. Wrestling <laughs> yeah. with my emotions. <laughs> Wrestling with some of life's worst decisions. <laughs> oh yeah. So yeah. I think to answer your question, I have been. I mean, I'm a kind of a little bit loath to say this because mm. I think it's gonna probably die a death. Right. Uh, I've ha- I have. I'm about a week into being much healthier. Okay. Yeah. Um, nice. I had a bit of a. Um, I mean, New Year's Eve is an absolute washout when you've got a seven month old kid. So in, yeah, that, yeah. that's a non-event, right? Be- You're basically just sitting there getting angry with the fireworks, and are they going to wake up your baby? Mm. Um, that, so, so that was never an issue for me. It didn't need to be first of Jan or anything like that. No. As soon as I got the kind of Christmas stuff out of the way, I was like, "Look, you need to make some firm and frank decisions now, right? About where you're going with yeah. this, um, mm. because um, you're not getting any younger. None of us are, uh, and so um, none of us are. None of us is not. None of us are. Not one, isn't it? <laughs> not one of us is. Get, it should be is not, really. Anyway, right. um, doesn't matter. So I've decided to try and get cracking with. Um, with with that, right. I'm using the Noom app. It's a little bit annoying when you do the job I do that they don't come in and sponsor because I am perfect for them. Mm. Bit fat, 
could do better, will do better, because I'm one of those kind of aggravating characters that will do stuff. Yeah. And um, they don't want to know, do they? They just no. don't want to know. It needs, well, they, so they need to... Um, y- you're the sort of person who... I think having like a separate app, I suppose, kind of bringing a new app into your life in 2024 isn't really what usually people would do, if that makes sense. Like, people would be like, no. I'm, st- I'm, I'm going to stay off my phone. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. What, I, mean, I think we've been sponsored by Noom, but you will have to remind me what Noom is. Oh, have we? In which case, I've got a lot of time for him. Yeah, we, we've um, definitely been sponsored by Noom before. I've definitely done a VO for that. Right, okay. I don't get involved in the sponsorship side, so I don't right. really know. I'll, I'll get um, I'll get a, I'll get a script up and do a do a tagline. I <laughs> get a bit of yeah. I get a bit of value, value, yeah, exactly, value. Yeah. Um, So Noom is like a psychological way of like looking at it. So it's a more of a big picture type thing than just the logging of food. Uh-huh. Uh huh. What I need, what I found, I need is actually accountability. Like I need, I need like accountability because what will happen is. I, I need to always remind myself that the kind of perfect is the enemy of good, if you know what I mean. I'm always a bit like I'm quite binary with it. Right. And if, if I go to the pub and have a four pints and a packet of port scratches with a mate, mm. what I can tend to do is step off healthy eating boulevard <laughs> straight into the bus stop of regret. Yeah. And um and before I know it, I'm I'm lost at sea again. But and if you can't mix your metaphors on a new year, what can you when you can you do it? Beer is very much the thing that unlocks like the oh, bad decisions. It's, it's bad a trigger, decisions. Pete. It is. It's a trigger. Oi, oh, hello, four pints in the local pub. Goodbye, mm. six months of good health decisions. Yeah, that's what yeah, it is. It's like I've ruined everything now. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, but I don't. I need to get out of that mindset. And I think a yeah. lot of us do. A lot of us listening will be familiar with this. They'll well, be relate, relating to it. Luke Noom takes a psychology based approach to helping people eat healthier. You know, that, instead of setting in, instead of setting strict, inflexible rules, Noom <laughs> gives you the knowledge you need to build sustainable eating habits, so no food is completely off limits, and uh, it's uh, it, it also electrocutes you. Every time. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it is. That's it what's is. been happening. That's what it is. It, it, basically, it basically makes your phone so hot, uh, your yeah. phone starts to emit some very distasteful chemicals, and you don't want to eat anything after you've uh, eaten that's a right. bit of hot lithium. And if if you if you <laughs> and what happens, I find with my new map is mm. that if I they're not responsible again after this. <laughs> if I if I if I eat a burger, yeah, it just when I pick the phone up, it just goes cunt. Like <laughs> you fucking worthless shit. And if I and if I um. If I eat um, <laughs> an apple, yeah. it just gives like just like sex noises in my ear. He goes, oh, oh, daddy, yeah, yeah, yeah. Be, be nice to me, daddy. Yeah, you put you put all your um, all your words in that turn you on, um, <laughs> and it tells you them. Yeah, my, oh, well, my well words. The wor- so the words. So just so you know, what's your unsafe word? Keep going. Uh, what's, what's, free, what's the- free bar. Free bar. Uh, yeah. Pete Donson. Yeah, and um, yeah. the crazy world of Arthur Brown. <laughs> a nice, that, a nice hot three. bath. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Nice hot bath. So. It's going okay. Yeah. You know, baby steps and all that. The, big, mm. the biggest enemy to a writer is a blank piece of paper and all that. Mm. Um, I'm not a writer. I'm just a fat man. But we'll, we'll get there slowly but surely. So I'll, pe- I'll keep people appraised uh, if they're interested. Mm. But that's really been my focus. That's been to, your focus, right. And, and, and the broader focus has actually been, you know, Luke, just make better decisions. Like, yeah. you know, take control, take responsibility and make better decisions. Mm. Don't like... Do something stupid, and then regret it later. Just mm. take decisions that are good in the moment. I'm not saying I've done anything bad. I haven't really done anything bad. But I mean, in terms of, in terms of my health and my diet and my decisions, it needs to be better. So that's what I'm working on. How about you? What have you achieved? Have you taken delivery of a brand new imported car yet this year? Um, uh, yeah. So it arrived um, on the 24th of um, uh, December, rather unhelpfully, as discussed. Um, it uh, made its way off, I believe, the um, cargo. 
um, freighter um, and onto um, the, the docks at Southampton. So it's it's it's, it's there. Don't say cargo freighter like you're some kind of import expert. Just say boat. I am. Or ship. I may as well be. Um, but I've had to employ a, a bigger boy to uh, to actually yeah, get the car to uh, where it needs to go. So how did uh, you find them, and why was that? I just um, I just googled Southampton because I mean loads of cars come off the boat at Southampton. So I just thought, well, there's got to be someone who sort of deals with this sort of thing, and I just threw them a couple of hundred quid and went, "Can you just can you just get this to an MOT centre, please? I'm just I'm just I'm I'm having I'm busy, <laughs> all right. Yeah. So hopefully yeah. that that will be sorted. Um, I've 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 paid the tax on it, and we're 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 cooking, Luke. We're cooking. It's uh, do, yeah, do you it's... mind sharing with our with our lovely community how much it's set you back so far? Um, we're into, I think, four grand, I think, all in, okay. which is which is not bad. Still not, not bad got all. it. Still, get, still not bad, what? Still not got it. Still not got it. Still not, not taking receipt of it. Is no, it going to so. be like on that Alan Partridge chat show ab- ab- episode when um, Roger Moore never turns up? Yeah, it's yeah, it's it's, it's the... Um, is it Chiswick Roundabout? It's the... It's the... <laughs> It is. It's going to be exactly that. It's, it's, it's just going to be me going, oh, I've just got to fill in another form. But look, I don't have time to think about it. And so if it turns up good, if it doesn't turn up, well, you know, I, I, I always need a little project to sort of keep me going. But yeah, I, I I'm, I'm in a position where I just don't have time to, to even deal with the project. But it's nice to have a project on the burn, I think, a little bit. I, it, I agree it's with not that. In, I think it's not involving, like, work, I suppose. It's good, yeah. It's good to do that. I, I um. I think that when I'd like to come visit you at some point, and when mm. I do, I'll bring the family to come visit you, and then and then we maybe go you can take do some for a spin in. The... Yeah, donuts. definitely. With Mister Donut in the back With seat, Mister Donut, <laughs> Mister Donut, who is not is not in my house. I'm going to have well, to you purchase. You've been a good boy this year, then. I'm going to have to purchase Mister Donut myself. I think, uh, probably. So uh, you, can start, yeah. you can start a um, GoFundMe if you want. <laughs> Get Pete, Mister Donut. Get Mr. Yeah. Donut out of that terrible um, uh, facility with a lot of like um, sort of promotional statues. Oh yeah, that'd we should be, just get look tax deductible. Get it in the studio, Mr. Donut. Char- Charlie wants Char- Char- producer Charlie wants his um, redesign. I want Mr. Donut in the corner. <laughs> that's your. That's your. Uh, that's my. That's your non-negotiable. Uh, that's my non-negotiable. Whatever. I don't. I, I used to have reservations about acoustic paneling. Now I don't care what it sounds like. I just want Mr. Donut in the corner Mr. with a microphone take- in his hand. He'll suck in all the echo. Yes. <laughs> Won't he? He will. He'll make you have it to, You have to broadcast through the middle of a Mr. Donut. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Um, Pete, speaking of, um, of of this kind of thing, well, not really. Um, I don't really do links. Is, is, <laughs> is, um, is, um, is there any interest in your part of the um, the Disney copyright on the first ever Mickey and Minnie Mouse expiring? That is, to me, that is like a pretty interesting thing. Like, it is because obviously um, Winnie the they Pooh. They can't do nothing about it. They That's can't what I do like nothing about it. about it. I mean, I think they can do a lot about it, to be honest, because I don't think the rigor in which people kind of um, play with licensing. Like, you, you know, like, so basically, um, it, it's all out of copyright now. Winnie the Pooh went out of copyright, I think, two years ago or a year ago. And that's why we got the Winnie the Pooh um, so The story film. is, with, with the Mickey Mouse thing, is Steamboat Willie, a 1928 short film mm. featuring early non-speaking versions of Mickey and Minnie Mouse. Mm. Uh, as, as The copyright has expired because um, they are the rights. Only You can only hold the rights to characters for 95 years, which meant the Steamboat Willie thing entered the public domain on the 1st of January of this year. So they can yeah. now be legally shared, performed, reused, or repurposed and sampled um, basically by anyone. Yeah. And the only thing that Disney can do is essentially reiterate that that's only the first 
versions the Steambot, of those characters. Yeah, the Steambot Willy guys. You so can't I, do it with the more recent. And this oh. is an extension. I think it should have gone. It should have gone out in 2004. I think so. It was extended by a good 20 years. The UK um, did that with the Beatles, didn't they? It was. I right. think it was 50 years in this country. Right. Okay. And they they passed a law to say it was now 75. But all they're doing is kicking the can down that yeah. street, baby. We're gonna have them eventually, and I'm gonna do some rapping all over <laughs> here, Jude. <laughs> Motherfucking Hey Jude. Listen, you could do no worse to Hey Jude than Paul McCartney's done in his later years. <laughs> I, I swear to God, his performance of that at the, at the Olympics went on for about twenty-five minutes. <laughs> I would say just... that. I would say that, like, um, with this with this Mickey Mouse thing, like, I just think that because they can only use the original Steamboat Willie Mickey Mouse characters, I just think that people will fall foul of the Disney Corporation trying to, you know, they will basically say this is too close to the new one. Because, I mean, yeah. the thing about the new one and the old one, they look quite similar. So where does... Did he have a slightly longer nose? I kind of forget, to be honest. Uh, you say is he, he, is he exclusively similar. having to um, uh, uh, pull a steamboat? Is he, he's only... It's Mickey Mouse, but you can only use it in a steamboat setting. Yeah. Mm. I, I don't really know. Mm. I think I think what it will come down to, though, Pete, won't it, will be the Disney attitude, their, their kind of appetite for challenging. Because mm. if it's a massive influx of things over and over again, yeah. public domain is difficult for that kind of thing. Because if if you if in in one calendar year, if they get two thousand kind of um, uses of it, yeah. what they're going to do? Challenge every single one. It's a complete. It's a full time job for a massive team oh, to do that. If I, oh, oh, Luke, if I uh, if 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 I can um, give you a little bit of information, uh, we do um, a wrestle me uh, wrestle me uh, YouTube channel uh, for the wrestling podcast we do, um, and uh, oh God, the WWE will try and ban us from using certain footage and then once we've argued fair use and got through that process because we do have fair use and fair dealing in the UK and the US for, to use it um, they'll just do it again <laughs> with the same right. footage and so our editor has to constantly just send letters back or emails back going wrong wrong the same boilerplate kind of copy and pasted kind of information and that's mainly his that's that's his main part of his job just fighting these fires we spoke to youtube and youtube sort of went well it's a legal matter isn't it i was going well it's a legal matter where they're where they're misusing your copyright protection things that they constantly there must be some you know double um, jeopardy thing you can't get tried for the same copyright crime twice or something my god it's endless so much of law is like the big person bullying the little person with more money, right? Hugely, hugely, and and yeah. and you know they, they they sort of said, oh, well, you, you should just talk to a lawyer and um, send them a letter. I was going, I don't think threatening to sue the WWE is going to work. In this. <laughs> I, I think they'll probably call our bluff, you know. <laughs> yeah, I wonder who's got deeper pockets. Hmm, <laughs> is, is it the man is, who's um... doing free nooms reads, or is it or is it Vince McMahon? <laughs> but Vince McMahon might be sick and tired of legal stuff by now. That's though, true. Yeah, he doesn't he want to see the inside of another courtroom yeah this is boring this is absolutely boring boring. he's not involved now is he vince vince is not involved no no he's very much he's very much in charge again large and at charge in charge again he's uh now ufc took over and uh he grabbed those um those reins back with gusto and he's just very much at large did you see um pete you remember i was chatting with marcus earlier from Mm. the football ramble for those of you don't listen what a joy one of our co-hosts on the ramble he or the host i suppose um Mm. he was talking to me about silla black yeah, what, is, the, what is this recent? Because obviously, Cilla Black had a bit of a. Um, I mean, he got his, he got hers, she got hers rather um, before Christmas. Everybody suddenly became incredibly aware of Cilla Black's crimes against music and just general presentation. But we've been a long-standing objector of her work. A lot I think. of people hated, didn't like her because she was um, one of Thatcher's lot. 
Right. Well, we all I mean, want a Thatcher's lot. No, but in Liverpool, the... that's obviously that's obviously very unpopular. I see. Right. Okay. And I think she she liked Thatcher, and so then people didn't like her. And I think she right. also was like, you know, I think she stole a lot of Dionne Warwick songs as well, didn't she, or something like that? She did. Yeah, I think, and she yeah. um, and she was horrible to people she worked with. Yeah, it seems. Mm. I also I also um, heard that she um, used to poison small birds in her back garden. Well, look, who else is going to poison them? That's what I would say, say. Say what you want about her. You can say do what you want, want now. Exactly. That's the, that's the, that's the vagaries of uh, British um, broadcasting law, you know, libel law and all that. Anyway, it reminded me <laughs> It reminded me of something that you did right. where you, she just died mm. and you made a joke about her. Didn't make a joke about her. What happened? Just, do you, do you remember this, what I'm I talking had about? To, yeah. I can't quite remember, so you just tell me what happened. The day after Scylla Black died, we had a... Um, read that, that had to go out before the football ramble and I said hi I'm Silla Black from... <laughs> and did the and just basically told them about the you know the the, the you know competition to win something um, said goodbye I'm, I'm Silla Black um, and and that and and certain members of uh, our colleagues was that me d- as well uh, no, mainly, mainly, mainly the other one. <laughs> okay. Okay. Do, want, just wanted to, me to explain the joke, and I was going, well, "It's not really a joke." And he's going, "Well, we'll get rid of it then." I was going, "But it's not really a joke, so don't worry about it." And and, and it then... was this real kind of like it was an interesting little little exercise. <laughs> it really was. And you've you've not deviated at all from that course since then, have you? No, I think I think you should. As soon as people die, you're allowed you're allowed to be silly about them. <laughs> so. The the old adage, "Don't speak ill of the dead." I didn't speak ill of the dead. I pretended to be the dead. Which, if, <laughs> in not, many ways, that is a mockery, in, though. Isn't in it? In many ways, that is continuing their legacy. <laughs> She's not dead to me. Certainly I'm a surprise. Black. Certainly <laughs> a surprise. Surprise. No one expected it. Yeah. No one saw it coming. Do you think you'll be remembered the same way Silla's been remembered? Um, depends on if the hard drives are discovered. Well, but the thing is, you say it like it's something horrible, but it will just be memes. It would be memes. It'd just be um. Pictures of the dogs, to be honest. My life has just become... It's like a sort of weird sort of cancer or um, a moss growing on my soul. Just my life has just been taken over by... Like, my phone has just been taken over by pictures of... There's so many outdoor scenes. So many more outdoor scenes than I would ever um, have enjoyed if I didn't have dogs. I'm just, I, like, I just wouldn't go outside otherwise. Does it keep you fit? <laughs> um, yeah, I think so. Well, I, you know, before Christmas, I was a bit worried because I'd lost um, a stone in weight. And... Um, I mean, it's mainly because I—I I think it's mainly because I just haven't been drinking, and drinking is such a big, like a big component of. Why have of you weight stopped loss. drinking? I just don't had the opportunity, really. I just, it's just not something that, it's just not something that I've, uh, that I've, um, that, that that I've been doing recently all that much. So I think that was the, I think that was the main catalyst, and I've not really been eating big balls of sweets. But then I'm sort of asking myself, well, why haven't I been? Have I lost mm. my appetite? Am I ill? <laughs> What's going yeah. on? I just maybe I've just eaten all the sweets. I've got a friend who I talked to about that kind of thing, going back to the health thing again. He mm. says, always oh, says to me the same thing. And he's like, just a you know, normal, normal bloke. He's like, yeah, but mate, you've got to remember the worrying will kill you. The yeah. worrying will kill you. <laughs> you get to 70 and you've been worrying your whole life, you're going to die. Yeah. yeah. You'll get some kind of stress related, like dementia or something like that. I mean, I'm not a medical professional. I don't know how it works, but <laughs> presumably, presumably it's not good for you, is it? To be worried no. and stressed all the time. And that is Blood very pressure, much my, my, my baseline is just constant. There's a bear at the at the door. You know, there's constant worry. Well, no worry. Fear about stre- the future. No wonder you're stressed then. Yeah, I'm just not eating. I'm just not get eating because of all the stress. Get someone to take it away. Just get someone to get 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 the bear off. Yeah. I mean, look, yeah. I, look. I wish I could. 
be someone who didn't set strict, inflexible rules. Uh, I like wish I wish that Noom gave me the knowledge I needed <laughs> to build sustainable way, eating habits. You have lost a bit of weight, and now you've got the old moustache back. It's a bit Dallas Buyers Club, isn't it? <laughs> yes, it is, I suppose, yeah. It's, I think uh, you look great with the moustache. I've always been very supportive of you. Yeah. You say what you like about me. I've not always covered myself in glory with my treatment of you. <laughs> I admit that. But I've always been very, very supportive of that moustache. Yeah, I'm going to keep it, I think. You should. I think you until should. I don't. Until I don't. I, I look like it's a very, rat. very full. It's got body. It's got depth. It's I look like the man out of Friday night dinner. <laughs> yeah, like, you do a bit, actually. Yeah. I look like the man out of Green Wing who... Uh, What's his name? Lizard. Mark Heap? Is that his name? Yeah, he's fucking good, that guy. Like He's, he's really like, good. He, he's, he's one of those ones where he's in everything and he's excellent in everything he does. He plays the same character, a creepy little monster, but a creepy tall monster, but yeah, he's so Why good. isn't he in more stuff? He's in oh, everything. He's in, um, <laughs> he's in space, isn't he? But he's not well known, though, is he? No, no, I suppose. He's in space. Yeah. Um, he's in, he's he's in, in Brass he's, Eye he's, as well. He's the lizard man in uh, who in Jam. Do you remember he came around and um, oh yeah, he, the lizards that, were coming out the telly. And he's going, that's like a proper weird <laughs> show. That yeah. I forgot about Jam. That's Chris Morris as well, isn't it? Started on Radio One. It was brilliant. It used to be so offensive on Radio One. It was so awful. I am um, looking at his filmography. He's actually in loads of stuff. I'm just talking mm. absolute shit. I mean, <laughs> so he's in so much stuff. He's actually in Midsummer Murders and Death in Paradise. So he's, <laughs> he's in everything. Um, yeah. Speaking of um, speaking of that kind of uh, interesting kind of radio comedy, I listened to um, Rob. I, I quite like Rob Bryden's podcast. Okay, who's he? Is it like it's an interview show? Presumably, just, it's, it's really basic. It's, it's super been going basic. for a long time, hasn't it? I think it's like it's one of those yeah. ones where oh, it's still gone, is it? Got about seven producers. Don't know why. Um, <laughs> Spotify for you. Um, the the um, the um, the premise is just that he he literally like unashamedly does f- a few minutes about the person he's excited to meet. Mm. And I don't know if it's a conceit or whether it's if it's real. He just starts the Zoom call and chats right. to them, and then the show ends when he ends the call. So right. it's like it's quite an organic way of doing it. Nice. Now, the reason like I it. like it is because Bryden, although he does talk a little bit too much, maybe for an interviewer, it's more of a conversation, and he. Um, he um, he's like quite an authentically warm person, Rob Brydon. Yes, he seems yeah, like yeah, he kind of so, is yeah. genuinely quite positive about people. He actually is interested in them, which is quite why I like it. Anyway, mm. he the one I listened to uh, just yesterday was the one with Stuart Lee. Okay, yeah, and it's really really good. I, I, I find Stuart Lee like a really interesting character. I don't know if you do as well, but like he's very um, he doesn't do an awful lot of like press or a lot all sort of interviews. When he does, he's like super honest, and that really appeals to me. So he was talking about when he first started working. See, his first comedy job, writing job, was on Partridge. Right. Okay. Yeah. Because him he and, and um, he and Herring, him, him and Herring, he and used Herring to do um, right Partridge used to do Radio. Partridge used to do. Um, I think they did a day to day as well. Um, yeah. So he uh, was think, talking about how um, Patrick Marber. Yes. Right. So Patrick Marber moved into theatre, didn't he? And started doing yes, a lot of theatre yeah. stuff, but. Uh, a lot of serious theatre stuff. But what Stuart Lee was saying, which is quite interesting, I thought, was that um, he was saying like he's totally, bat- I mean, I'm paraphrasing a bit, but he was saying like he's totally baffled about how the most popular kind of comedy dramas now don't don't kind of, um, they, they don't kind of follow the established kind of understanding of what makes a good comedy drama. What he was basically saying was that like, you know, Afterlife, which is the biggest show on Netflix in terms of comedy dramas, is like uh, astonishingly bad. Mm. That it's really difficult to understand. And the example he used would be like if you were a creative writing teacher or something, how you would get across what 
the importance of creative writing is to a bunch of students when actually the most popular show in the world is is that it's yeah like it's it's difficult to understand where to go with it i just thought it was quite interesting he was yeah. he he was quite interesting on the kind of punching up punching down as a comedian kind of debate as well he, and the one thing the other thing i liked about him is that like i'm not really a big stand up comedy guy but he's he's um He's clearly got such an amazing passion for that discipline and, and the history of it, and all. And, and every comedian that Bryden would like list off, he would know who they were, he'd know their mm. act, he would talk about how they did what they did. It was actually a really interesting, in-depth chat about the things that make people laugh, which I know sounds a bit cringe, but it's actually really interesting. But maybe, maybe it's just your your um, I would say your slight um, reluctance to uh, join in with all of the stand-up fun. It's just that you you just yeah um, you don't. You don't understand, maybe understand the craft as well as Stuart Lee. So maybe if you became Stuart Lee, you'd probably yeah. like stand-up comedy more. That'd be good. Yeah, I, I, easy, I wouldn't mind it? that. And no, there's part of that. me that the thing about the, the, the dichotomy of man and the dichotomy of me is that I would all, like to be super successful and really wealthy. That appeals to my personality for obvious reasons. Mm. But I also am really seduced by the idea of being like really well respected and everyone think I'm brilliant, but not yeah. really be that well known. I think, that, and, I think what I've done is I've achieved neither of those things. I think it's I think it's one of those things where it's like um, uh, it's a, it's a sort of shortcut that is probably quite attractive to like um, uh, like serial killers. <laughs> the, the sh- it's a shortcut. They're like I n- want to be respected. No, yeah, I'm going to kill a lot of people. Like it's the shortcut. That, <laughs> it's the shortcut. Well, the psychology, the, the absolute psychology of like people who assassinate famous people, like presidents and stuff, mm. is exactly that. Right. Yeah. They, they they have a you know obviously I'm not a psychiatrist but but essentially what what is the way the way it's kind of presented that I as I understand it is that they think they have some kind of ability or uh, intelligence or or kind of thing that people aren't respecting mm. and so they feel upset about that right and then they see someone who has achieved it mm. invent all these reasons why they should they they're not worthy of it mm. and then essentially kill them <laughs> like, that's fair, it's, it's, that fair. It's, it's, it, it, the great example would be Lee Harvey Oswald killing JFK classic example classic mm. example of him seeing someone who has got all everything in his mind got everything handed to him and all this kind of stuff and he wanted to be destined for greatness but never was so he just mm. as you say shortcut it essentially mm. Um, well, I, would, I, would, I would definitely point people towards the seven part epic series on the rest of his history about the JFK assassination very very good very good All uh, right, anyway then. let's have a break yeah let's get out of here and we will be back in a second to do a couple of battery brands and then that'll be it I think I reckon yeah so if you don't like battery brands I'm joking keep listening I'm going to say something absolutely outrageous after this <laughs> hey I'm Ryan Reynolds recently I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation they said yes And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Do we even need them? As a people, this is the Luke and Pete Show. I'm Pete Donaldson. Uh, Luke is with me, and we are doing battery brands. That's as risque a, as you get. Yeah, that's as risque as a. <laughs> a, a, a well, it depends on what um, what uh, has been done in the edit. Uh, I was very clear yeah. 
who I meant and You're who in Rory's I think, hands. think would be better off not seeing any more. Um, and so, yeah we'll, yeah, we'll see if Rory's edited out and had the, had the stones to keep it in. Yeah? All right? Yeah. It's, my new, made of. it's my new pace. I've kicked into fifth gear and I'm see how Rory's being start the absolutely year. raucously awful. Yeah. Um, Hi, look at Pete, says Tom. Are these any good to you? I thought you to get rid of them. Considering I just had to replace them in a remote uh, I've had for about two months, I'd say they're taking the Michael with this name permanently. Triple A's, your classic 3.5 volts, permanently. Permanently now batteries. We've, they're a new player. We've never had them before. Oh, lovely and stuff. Starting there's a caveat. Yeah, with a fabulous flurry of a new blooming uh, battery. There's a, ca- there's a caveat, which is that it's very hard to search the word permanently in an inbox with um, 7,700 yeah, unread emails, isn't it? Permanently um, and battery, maybe? I don't know. Uh, yeah, I could do yeah. that. Hang on a second. Let me have a look. Um, I'm permanently putting all these batteries up my bum. Yeah, uh, it's, a, it's, it's a new player. It's, it's a definitely new player. a new player. Congratulations, Congratulations Tom. Um, to these you, are Tom in Vancouver. These I'd are good to, to, to us. I'd love to go to Vancouver. I'd love to groove in Vancouver. Definitely, definitely. Um, big time. Big time. Hello to uh, Eric. Uh, Eric in Okinawa, which is a wonderful uh, kids' TV show that I we should make somehow. Yeah, uh, been on the lookout uh, for a new long skinny torch for work, as the one I've used for years wasn't long enough for some jobs and just annoying <laughs> to use. What job does he have? Surgeon. Uh, I saw a cheaper <laughs> one at a supermarket today and figured, why not? If it's shit, I can just fix it up a bit or use parts from it to still get my money's worth. And that, Eric... It's Love me that. and you together yeah. holding hands, kissing in a convertible car because that is the sort of thing that I do and then fail to do the whole fixing it up a bit or use parts yeah. on it. And the caveat is that the car is actually still at Southampton Docks. The car is still at Southampton Docks with, yeah. with a man called Bilal. Um, uh, yeah, uh, so when I opened it to get a look at its juicy bits, I found that it had um, some uh, self-branded batteries y'all were talking about. Having been found in a commercial product, I doubt they're new players, but even if they're not, I still get the privilege of helping make the next idiot who sends them in feel at least one number dumber than me. I'd definitely buy some Luke and Pete Show batteries, as long as they're not shit ones, of course. Maybe to save on battery explosion lawsuit hassles try doing up some hand-drawn Luke and Pete Shaw batteries to print on pit t-shirts that'd surely sell better too as well that's it put me down for one t-shirt fuck the fire hazard batteries uh, cheers for Okinawa Eric if you think we are sending a t-shirt with a battery crudely scrawled on it to Okinawa yeah not even on the mainland yeah <laughs> we, can only, we can only muster for this show every so often <laughs> we, can't, we can't do that kind of stuff we've always got enough on Eric it, why don't we I'll, I'll back you 20 quid just get your get go down to Uniqlo or um um what's Who that? Who says backs really? these days? What backs? Backs backs bank transfer. I know what no? backs is. I used to work right? at Lloyd's TSB. It's a practice into bank transfer. <laughs> I'm right. just saying these days people say Venmo or PayPal. They don't say backs. He's in Okinawa, the cashless society down there. Can you get they PayPal in Japan? I'm pretty sure you can. You can get PayPal, but I'm just saying that it's mainly you know it's mainly in the old uh, the right. old green. You stick with backs or chaps. There's a man I think on the. Thousand yen note, who I think might have discovered syphilis. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, Eric has got um, some batteries, and they're called Lux Pro. Um, they, I feel like they may have, I feel like they may have been seen before the Lux Pro. But f- thank you for getting in touch, Eric. Well, the new Okinawa. players, so you're wrong. Oh, the new players, I'm wrong. How are we starting with three new players in 2024? It's, we thought with this this feature was dead and buried. It's two so far, but carry on. 
Good stuff. Yeah, well, well, I, I'm hoping that with the third one, uh, Lacan, uh, who's got in touch here, uh, Luca, Lucan, rather, uh, from New Jersey. I don't celebrate Christmas, uh, but I've been enjoying the recent episodes of Listeners' Family Stories around the holiday times. I waited until after Christmas to write in, hoping to get a battery inducted into the Luke and Peach uh, historical archives. What do you reckon? Like, it, like, people who don't... It's interesting. People who don't celebrate Christmas because it's not their, presumably, their religion or they just don't deserve it for whatever reason... They surely must have more um, respect from actual Christians who know the reason for the season, if that makes sense. They probably respect. They probably respect someone opting out of Christmas because they don't follow that religion. Oh, so you mean someone who that someone does like me who who does Christmas but doesn't actually follow the religion? They must have more respect for them, surely. So, so do you think then? So. we have people we know that are Christians, committed Christians. Yeah. Do you think they're behind our backs? They're sneering at us for celebrating Christmas. Well, if, if I mean, it's the same person that we know. He's good at sneering. <laughs> he's a good sneerer. He's a good, I wasn't his, thinking of anyone default. in particular. Oh, right, okay, what I would fine. say is this. What I would say about this about the Christians, <laughs> you know, and bear, bear in mind, I, I tried to say that terms. in the break, but Rory edited it out. <laughs> no, what I would say is this: Oh, you want us to celebrate his birth? As soon right. as we get past that, the Christmas tree stuff to celebrate his birth. You're talking about his fucking execution. God, make your mind up for crying out loud! Straight yeah. away, straight oh, away. All of, would, all of a sudden, we're doing eggs. You sound like that Tory MP in, yeah, in the one? Tesco car park. He's, 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 oh, uh, that was Jake Berry. I, was it right? Yeah. Okay, Jake that, Berry. That was. I mean, that was bad. First of all, he's a moron. Secondly, he's doing a bit of stand-up. He's doing a tight five on Easter. Doing his, um, a tight five. His, his social media team has said, I'll tell you what, get him going. I'll tell you what. <laughs> Take a selfie in Tesco car park on the yeah. 1st of Jan, talking about how... I don't shop world... in Tesco. I, I <laughs> shop in Sainsbury's. Quote, I'm a waitress quote, man. Well, don't do that. Just quote, drive unquote, to Tesco. The world's gone mad because there's Easter eggs for sale already. Yeah. Mate, you're a fucking lawmaker in this country. Get on with your job. <laughs> get on with your job. Stop it. They just, but they just, uh, you know, they're, they're all at the door and they're just a bit like, I need a career. <laughs> I'm not good at anything else. But they're not anyway, good at that. They're not good at that. True. No. Anyway, anyway, what's um, the battery? Back to uh, Lucan's uh, message. I bought some glow sticks from uh, an anime convention, uh, Anime uh, NYC, a few years ago. Uh, these glow sticks are popular in Japanese idol and otaku circles. And me being a massive weeb, I decided to purchase a pair at the convention. They glow in different colours, usually to associate your support to a particular pop performance colour scheme within a group performance interesting I think I've seen um, I think we got handed one of those at a club once <laughs> and it was um, yeah I'm waving them around um, how did it make you feel um, well, I just felt I, I just felt like I was part of something, I suppose, which I, yeah. I, I frequently don't, to be honest. Um, mm. Inside, I found these thumb cells uh, and decided to have a go at shooting you guys an email in the hopes of submitting a new player. Thanks to the podcast, it really helps me get through my overnight shifts uh, for my regular job and on my drives to my students' homes for music lessons on the weekends. Well, he's working Lucan. hard. What are Lucan's Lucan? got an interesting, uh, interesting job, and you know, interesting and a great mechanical keyboard as well. Uh, there's no denying that his. Um, their uh, anime NYC um, kind of like lamp in front of that beautiful mechanical keyboard is absolutely brilliant. Mm. Mm. He knows what side his bread's buttered on. Does this thumb boy. cells? Um, thumb cells. But another new player. Three new out of three player. to start the year. Can you believe it? I cannot believe it. I genuinely thought dead. this battery feature was on its ass, but we have found ourselves three new players, and it's, it's just a great way to start. A great way to start twenty twenty four. Yeah, fantastic. Well, well, thank you very much to Lucan to uh, Eric mm. and to uh, Tom in Vancouver mm. um, 
for, for, for submitting all those. I mean, when I said Tom in Vancouver, then I kept thinking of Tom of Finland. Right, okay. Do you remember I'll Tom of Finland? It, yeah. yeah, he was like a sexy kind of... Was he Norwegian? No. <laughs> <laughs> fucking end the show. Yeah, that's end enough. the fucking show. See you, Get see you on Monday. Look at shop. Fuck off. I'm not. I want you maybe starting with fucking three new battery brands, but that was atrocious. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Luke and Pete Show is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1, only from Rust-Oleum. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.